How are we so unprepared for an emergency? On today's episode of Brief Witted, I just wanted to explore how are we so unprepared for emergencies? I'm just thinking in light of kind of all the latest that's going on in the news, like this viral pandemic and everything going around. It was just striking. You know, how are we how are we not better prepared or, you know, I, I might how am I so unprepared personally for an emergency like this? And I'm talking about individuals, you know, or families. I'm not talking about a government. You know, how is the government not more prepared or governments combined or, or the world? I just mean, like, as individuals or, like, in your own home, how are we so unprepared for an emergency? I do think we mostly assume there will be, like, there's bound to be some sort of global emergency. So, again, that's kind of why it seems funny to not be better prepared. I mean, it could be that alien invasion we finally get like in war of the worlds uh, you know qu- quite a handful you know the book or the the movie pretty pretty long time ago or it could be more like avengers infinity war if you if that's more your alien invasion type or or maybe just the original avengers if that's your alien invasion you know that you imagine but for all the talk of you know the world ending we are terribly unprepared for an emergency Thinking about how unprepared I am, I thought it'd be easy to just quickly Google, you know, how do I get prepared or what's the best way to be prepared or the first thing to come up really when you look for anything like that is the the redcross.org website and it's great because you click on it and then the first in big, you kind of red in front of you, it says, want to be prepared for an emergency? And it's like, yes, yes, I do. So I thought maybe we could explore this website together today. So it says, be Red Cross ready. Okay, great, I'll click on that. Oh, it's as easy as one, two, three. Getting prepared may sound difficult or time consuming, but with a little help, it's actually very doable. All right, well then they have three things. One is get a kit, two is make a plan, and three is be informed. Well, that seems pretty easy. I don't know why we'd be so unprepared for emergencies. Let's get a kit ready, I'll click on that. And so we click and that opens and before you could just get a kit ready, it wants you to take a quiz. So let's take, <laughs> all right, let's, let's take this quiz together. I think it looks like it's only three questions, so it'll be pretty quick here. Click take quiz. All right. How long should the food and water in your evacuation kit be able to sustain your family for? One day, three days, one week, or two weeks? Well, I think it's probably two weeks if we're in a, an evacuation and emergency situation. Nope, I clicked that, and that is bright red incorrect. The answer is actually three days. I would not have thought three, but... All right, well, I didn't start out great in this three-question quiz. Next one, it says, how much water does each person need per day? And then it says two water bottles, half a gallon, one gallon, two gallons. Uh, you always hear about the gallon a day challenge where people are trying to, you know, they carry that milk jug around, but, but it's full of water. I think it's one gallon. Let's say one gallon. Okay, good. It is one gallon. That's a bright green uh, affirmative for that one. And then the final question, what other individual needs should you consider when packing your emergency kit? So let's have a, let's see here. 
the options are medical supplies, and it lists a handful there of actual medical supplies. Baby supplies, and it lists a handful, or uh, pet supplies, and it lists a handful. So I think that's, uh, and then it has all the above as the final thing there. So I, th I think that's a trick question. I think that's all of the above. Let's click on that, and yes, that is green. We got two out of three. Let's well, let's I, let's hit. You got two out of three correct. To learn more, check out the full list of items to include in your emergency preparedness kit here. Uh, yes, please, because I think that's, when we think emergency preparedness, I think that's what we're really, that's what I'm usually thinking about is well, what things should I have or had planned for? And then I guess secondarily, I'm more thinking of like, what's my whole plan to, you know, to, to I guess, survive, you know, going forward from that. Let's have a look at the survival kit stuff. So first on the list, which makes plenty of sense, is water and f then food. All right, well, we get that. We joke that it should be obvious that you need to have food and water, but like we're seeing right now, I guess clearly people were very concerned about that and have gone out and, and you know, bought in mass for that. Uh, the next couple seem pretty pretty like you would have standard, but you know, flashlight, so I guess if you know, we're out in the wilderness after, or I guess, I guess it wouldn't have to be the wilderness, just anything after the yeah, the sun goes down and we don't have electricity, a flashlight could be very helpful. I think I saw somewhere else a flashlight could be helpful because it, you, know, you could also uh, defend yourself with it if you had like a heavy, heavy enough one. Um, you know, batteries and things like that. Okay, that makes sense. Medications, you want seven days supply and medical items. Okay, that makes sense too. Although I guess considering prescriptions as an example that you have a certain amount for and that's all you can get per month you know or every couple of months i don't necessarily i haven't ever thought through how like you just take would you just take seven of those and like stick them in a you know your emergency bag and then you know as they expire like swap them out like what like how do you how do you plan to have just some extra of those in your kit unless it's just talking about some you know like painkiller medicines or i, I don't know at number nine on the list, you have sanitation and personal hygiene items. So I, I guess I have to back off of the, the toilet paper people just a little bit. It does make the list that you want to have you know, sanitation and personal hygiene items. And I think toilet paper would fall into that portion of it, but it's at number nine. So it's not like it's not like it's the first thing listed. And I don't think it's necessarily really talking about toilet paper. I think there are other personal sanitation needs and personal hygiene items that would fall or rank uh, a lot higher in that kind of subsection than toilet paper would. But anyhow, all right, what's well, on the list? So it's fair that people went out and got it. Just maybe they didn't need three months, you know, or, or uh, <laughs> their whole year supplies worth. Uh, and then this one, copies of personal documents and things, forget it, I don't have, I, I, I barely know where those copies of things are now, let alone having those in an emergency you know, kit. So that's something that I would struggle and I need to probably really work on. And then the next, like a cell phone with chargers, yeah, okay, like, I guess if we have electricity, the chargers are great. Those battery chargers, I don't, I don't feel like they work very well, but maybe I should have a few of those around. And then family and contact information, that's a good suggestion because if your phone doesn't work, and you don't have that stuff printed out or, or somewhere separate, like how, forget it. Like we're, we're totally cut off from the world. And in fact, that might be another topic uh, for a different day of just uh, how would we be so 
cut off from the world if we didn't have our cell phone. I, I, I wouldn't be able to reach anybody. I have no numbers memorized uh, anymore, hardly. And then extra cash, emergency blanket, and maps of the area. So this last one, I, I don't know how... Uh, have you ever gone out and tried to buy a map? Like that's something you have to do specifically in advance. So I guess that's part of preparedness, but it's not like you're, you don't have just maps laying around anymore. You'd have to go order some. And I, so maybe you have to be selective of which ones you want. Maybe the ones that are nearest to where you live. Um, but maps are, maps to have just available are probably a, uh, a trickier thing to get a hold of now, but that is last on the list. And then if you were wondering, it does have some other suggestions and things that you might want to consider based on your specific needs and purpose. So a pretty helpful site in terms of the kit and what to think about. So that was all part of the Red Cross's first step of preparing a kit. I, the second one, make a plan. We won't get into all that, but that's I think that's the one that we don't really think about enough. I mean, we I think we all often are thinking we should have some stuff available just in case there's an emergency but i think that plan part is underrated like when it when an emergency does happen what do you do and how is everyone going to be on the same page like that that's uh interesting how they would put that as you know they would summarize that for number two and i think that's a often overlooked one and then three be informed which is just in the area that you live what are the things that are, are likely to be emergencies or, or could you predict could be emergencies that's that's actually an interesting thought you know where i live i think it was when you know winter snowstorms were the big uh were, were kind of the biggest thing to prepare for i mean a pandemic like we're in right now uh is kind of probably just like a you have to be aware that could happen, but I don't think you're necessarily planning regularly if that were to occur or some other kind of major um, unpredictable things like the alien invasion we talked about. I don't know that we can really predict when that may happen. I think like a safe driver discount. I forget what that insurance company is that goes the, the, the safe driver discount. Maybe there's a few of them, but there should be some sort of discount on your insurance if you demonstrate that you've prepared for an emergency adequately. I don't like I don't know if they they come in and they inspect that at some frequency, but uh, you know, th think you would people wouldn't panic as much if they had a plan. You would actually be ready if something were to happen. Maybe they, they could take a few bucks off your your monthly costs. You know, just give you a little uh, little extra spending cash as a thank you for your preparedness. And that's gotta help the insurance company some if they're if more of their customers of insurance you know, are on the, the list of people who have thought about this as opposed to just an emergency happens and they're all over the place. So I, I think uh, I think they could give a little discount, a little, little, little incentive for people to look and plan ahead. They could send me a sticker that says, I'm prepared. Uh, you know, like the, like the I voted ones from a while back, or maybe that's every year you get the, the I voted sticker, but there could be an I'm prepared sticker. I think that would be a nice way to acknowledge that you've thought through your emergency preparedness. And I think this way, people would spend a little more time on it if there were an incentive uh, to be ready in advance of an emergency as opposed to being uh, thinking about it during one. And probably also better to be prepared in advance in case the internet or, or power wasn't working because then I couldn't just 
you know, hop onto the Red Cross website like we did today and look at those different ways to be prepared. That's enough for today. We're back tomorrow with another episode of Brief Witted. Thank you.